My name is Bear Siragusa, and you are listening to the Hunting Hound Podcast, presented by W Hunting Supply. Well, we're here. It's been a little while since I've recorded one of these, actually. It's been, oh, over a month. I got uh, a couple done before Christmas and then haven't been, uh, haven't done one since, but I'm starting off the new year with a great guest. And those of you that have read any of my articles in Bear Hunting Magazine uh, have read about my next guest and his dogs, Smoke, Ace, Rolf, and uh, Sal, and then Dan, who I inflicted on Jonsteiner. So, Jonsteiner or John, as you're known in uh, Canada. <laughs> thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. It's an honor. I mean, I've been, ex- I've wanted to talk to you for a long time and it's just, uh, now we finally had the time. You, you, you have an elbow injury that slowed you down enough for me to, uh, ca- <laughs> catch you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good luck with that one. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that kind of oh. stuff's no fun. So how was, um, you know, it's a now it's midwinter here in Norway. How is uh, how is your season? You you were hitting it hard, going after bear in Sweden and moose everywhere. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, been a good uh, good uh, season. Uh, um, the hunting was good. Um, the do- the dogs have done great, and the bear season started out well. <clears throat> Much of it uh, thanks to smoke. Um, yeah. But uh, later this fall he died, so it, yeah, mm. kind of put me down. <laughs> yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, but um, and, um, and the moose season uh, started really, really slow. But uh, the first mm. week was terrible, but after that it went it uh, went much better. So <laughs> right. The dogs uh, got in shape and we got in the better areas and good. Yeah, yeah. So we got what we was looking for. So yeah, good. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad your season was a good one. It's it. It's one of those things where you know I've talked to, I've hunted with people in this area that I hunt who have said, "Oh, it's a terrible season. There's no moose. There's no roe deer. Mm. There's not. There's no fox. There's nothing." And that's not been my experience. So it's it really, it, it's one of those things where even if it starts out bad, if you give it a little bit of time and get the dogs out, eventually it's going to start. Usually it starts clicking yeah. pretty well. Yeah. yeah, You need to spend some time outside and eventually it will pace off. So yeah. And uh, many times I, <clears throat> I've been around uh, and helping a lot of those uh, moose hunters. They they mm. don't have any moose and they don't can't fill their quota, and if they don't fill the quota, their quota goes down next year. Right. So, and uh, sometimes people call me and ask if I can try and kill the rest. <laughs> so <laughs> and usually there is a, <laughs> there's a good moose moose population there. So <laughs> in a couple of days, it's usually done. So right, they get really surprised and. Ask me, oh, where do you find this? <laughs> oh, so 
and that's the, be- the best the best area we visited one time we, they had uh, i think there was three moose left and there was one day left to hunt and um okay. this is uh, some years ago and the population in that area was really good and uh but they told me there is almost no moose and the dog is not working properly so <laughs> okay. can you give it a try <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> and we had five bay ups and shot four moose <laughs> And they had three left <laughs> so, on the last day. That's a that's good day. Awesome. That's a good day. Oh, I love stuff like that. I want to. I want to talk about all your dogs, but since we're talking about moose, I wanted to talk about. You know, a lot of people when they go into training a dog, uh, whether it's a hound or a bird dog mm. or a moose dog, they're going to be really happy when the dog just starts to work really well. You actually had a mm. dog where you were like you took a dog and trained it not only to hunt moose but to hunt bull moose <laughs> yeah that's crazy yeah, that that's was, that's, uh... cr- that's crazy that's crazy to me that <laughs> her name was her name was ilva yeah. right yes that was ilva yeah she was a very very special dog and I always since i started hunting with the moose dogs i dreamt of a dog like that and it was more like a coincidence. Uh, she was really hard-headed, and mm-hmm. uh, there was she was just uh, she was about one year. I think she, or maybe not one year, or maybe ten or eleven months that fall. And mm-hmm. and uh, I was hunting for one specific uh, bull that I knew was in a one area. But big bulls all, uh, often have in the, in the heat they have um, a lot of moose around. it's uh, cows and smaller bulls and hanging Mm -hmm. around them so it's not always easy to get hold of them with the because usually the dog just base up the first moose he can catch sure and um i've been hunting in that spot for three or four days and i shot all the moose the dogs paid up because I okay. thought eventually I will get to you. <laughs> so you shot his entire uh, entourage. So, yeah, <laughs> I, took, <laughs> I took out this family tree, <laughs> and uh, on the fourth day I went. Uh, it came out a little bit snow in the in the at the night, and uh, I head out in the morning, and then uh, i saw tracks out from that spot then he was almost mm-hmm. alone there was only one uh, one uh, one and a half year old cow with him okay so and i went towards the mountains so i took out ilva and uh, showed her the tracks and she was really hot in the tracks so i just let her go and she went took off maybe two and a half kilometers and then mm-hmm. i could hear her start barking so I knew she found it. And then uh, after maybe, and that was yeah, just a second bay up in her life. So it oh, was, wow. yeah, I know how it is with young dogs. The first time she, it makes your heart good. <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's um, Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, so listening to really, really nice bay up, she was just giving it and, about 100 barks per minute and uh, oh, <laughs> I felt that one and um, after mm. just 15 minutes it stopped and I can see on the Garmin she went uh, about 100 meters down to a lake and she stopped and she mm-hmm. was 
not moving at all. And I had to go there and run over there and to, to look at her and see what what's going on. And the bull moose had kicked her so hard. So she mm. was just laying there. <clears throat> and then uh, my thought was that you will never bark at a bull moose again because you got beaten the first time. That's, right. that's usually a normal reaction for a moose dog. Sure. Um, later that day, I went there with an older dog and I shot that moose as a 14-pointer, so nice for a Norway. And yep. <clears throat> But after that, she was... She was uh, not afraid of moose, but she started to chase them, <laughs> the bull moose. So, wow. Uh, of of course, she would chase other kinds of moose, but if there had been a bull in the area, she could run past all the others because she wanted that with the, the horns. <laughs> wow. So it was wow. Uh, so, and I often. Yeah, I always, almost always shot the bull moose when she barked, uh, bade them up, and then she learned, okay, let's do this. <laughs> let's, so the last yeah. year, she wow. just, yeah, so had a lot wow. of, and you, and, and you learn much from that because you can, with the tools we have today, with the Garmin and the tracker we use over here, you can see mm. exactly what the dog are doing. And, mm. and, when the dog finds the moose, you can see on the behavior what kind of moose it is. Right. Uh, I could always tell, oh, that's a bull. <laughs> right. So, wow. so usually they, they can do a lot of strange stuff to lose the dog. They can, mm. when the dog finds them, finds a family, uh, the cow will always try to protect the calf. So she will mm -hmm. kick after the dog and chase it a bit. And the moose will just stay there. He will stand totally still, not even look mm -hmm. at the dog because he will not draw attention to himself. So mm -hmm. while while the cow is chasing the dog, the moose starts slowly to walk away. He can mm -hmm. take five steps. Okay, the dog is not coming. Okay, take five more. The dog is not coming. Okay, I run. Yeah. And then the, because the dog is then busy with the with the the cow so the cow yeah right that's yeah. wow wow so that's that's yeah, crazy and she got to be there. pretty pretty old too didn't she yeah she had some health issues because she was so hard on herself so she bade up very long many many hours she bade up 30 hours and 27 hours and and uh, oh. she crashed along it was uh, yeah, oh, wow. two times one year. So she had only one and a half lung, but you didn't notice. So wow. she, uh, yeah, special one, yeah. Tremend tremendous. But she would get yeah. twelve, yes, twelve. Yeah, good. Wow. Once in a lifetime. Wow. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's the so, sort of dog that you dream about, and most of us never get. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. And she smiled. Now you've got her <laughs> daughter. Yeah, Vilja. Hmm. So she had her best season now this fall. So. And she made up yep. two big bull moose. So maybe. Cool. Nice. <laughs> maybe she'll take after her mom. So. Yeah, I hope so. And for she sound like her. Cool. I love stuff like that. 
I love stuff like yeah. that. So, and then um, we should probably tell people what you're the for the moose dogs. You're not running the Norwegian moose dogs. You're running the Swedish ones. Yes, Swedish Yemt. Yeah, what's the difference between those so, two breeds? They do the same, but the <clears throat> the Swedish ones are much prettier, <laughs> better mm. looking. <laughs> yep. uh, he's uh, has long, longer legs, mm-hmm. better body. It's mm-hmm. um, it's um, it's um, easier to hunt them several days in a row, and mm. they are more. Um, um, and they care more about you as an owner. What do you want? They are more okay. very intellectual dogs. You can teach them whatever you want. And and when you hunt a lot with them and shoot a lot, so they they get to really they can find solutions in many different ways to stop the moose. Because I only shoot. Moose that they bay up. Never shoot running moose, because uh, okay. uh, that has nothing. It's their job is to stop it and bay it. So when right. they always do it like that, they find their own methods to stop it. So um, many people say, "Oh, you need he need to face park them. He need to do like that." And there is, uh, if you use them enough and you shoot enough. They will eventually they will adapt and find their own way to stop the moose. There is not okay. There is not one way. There is several ways to stop it. So okay, wow, yeah, that's interesting. And you use your you use your uh, Swedish elk count or yeah, yeah, like Swedish moose dogs for um, you'll use them occasionally on on bear and and predators, right? Yeah, have uh, mostly for bear. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there is, uh, if you look at the last 10, 20 years, there has been uh, there has been more of the Norwegian elk hound that has been uh, a moose dog that has been better mm-hmm. on bear than the Swedish one because they have that mm. tracking ability in the bloodlines. There is mm-hmm. starting to get more and more of the Swedish breed now that has that's just the same, but uh, mm. the the Norwegian moose dog has have more of the tra- tracking ability in their blood, and they are more like they they bark at everything. The Swedish hound is more like, oh, I chase moose. That's what I do. But now in the that's last uh, right. last years, there's been bred on those. Uh, good dogs that has been very very good at uh, bear. So, right, it's a lot of right. wow. good Swedish hounds on bear. Because yeah. you, I sh- uh, apart from all of the hunting you do, you also film quite a bit of it. So you have your own, you have your own streaming service called Norwegian Outfitters TV, where you'll put yeah, out that's films right. and. And uh, and shows about you know you you had a great one about your Ilva dog, and uh, you, know, you usually do uh, a couple of episodes about the bear hunt and things like that. But you had one I remember where you went to Canada 
and you took uh you went and hunted with some of the plot guys over there and you took your your swedish gray your your swedish elk hound your swedish moose yeah. dog over there yeah. and hunted bear with uh, <laughs> i believe it was the first uh, uh <laughs> i believe it was the first uh swedish uh <laughs> moose dog that was over there and hunt for bear and uh, the yep. outfit outfitter didn't understand that <laughs> But, I remember uh, that my favorite part of that episode is the out <laughs> is the outfitter being like, "Huh, that bear must have been sick." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because what's uh, the advantage of using one or two moose dogs? It's they mm. bay up and uh, and they are quiet on the track, so the bear usually bay up and where they find it, where they find it on the bed or where they lift it in the track or wherever. So with sure. the with the plots or walker or something, they will they will run quite a bit before they stop. But sure. um, but uh, the job for a moose dog is to bay up right away. So right, yeah. And you've yeah. got you've got plots like that's most of your dogs are are plots. Yeah, I had some walkers, but uh, plots are um, that's my favorite. Hmm. <laughs> Yep. So and your a lot of your plots came from Steve Moore out in British Columbia, the Ursus I had plots. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, it's the bloodlines uh, and I I hmm. took them from a friend of him that uh, is an outfitter and hunted them a lot so mm-hmm. I was lucky to to get to buy some of the older older dogs. Um that was really good, like smoke there. He was, uh, yeah, that was a fabulous dog. Mm. And uh, and uh, the first really good dog I had to, I got to buy was uh, Ace that I got from John Lockhart. That was also an yeah. outstanding dog. So yeah, I wrote about I wrote I about Ace. That. I wrote about Ace for the first bear hunting magazine article I did. Mm. Where we talked, yeah, I talked to you a little bit, and we we talked a little bit about preparing for the seasons, and a little bit about Swedish bear hunting. But I talked quite a bit about Ace. Um, mm. That was a, a legendary dog. Yeah, he was something. So, but he also got sick. So I just had three good years with him, and yeah. then he was retired. Right, oh, that's too so. bad. Yeah. No, you've yeah. got um how many plots do you have now? I have four right now. One that's four. So eight three weeks. three adults and a puppy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and the the puppy is an exciting one because it's something a line you've not had before, right? Yeah, new bloodlines and uh, they have uh, been um doing really good in Sweden uh, because the um, <clears throat> the guy uh, sold them he have had those lines for uh, maybe 15 years I think and, yeah. uh, and those are Joe Joe have done right? really good yeah 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 so, Joe bloodline yeah 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 
So yeah, I, hunted, uh, those I got some done. really nice. Uh, yeah, I got some really good movie uh, film from uh, this uh, this fall, and we shot uh, uh, Bear for a Bull. That's her grandfather. And, uh, oh, that's her awesome dog. Cool. Do it all by himself. Just can put him on an old old track, and he just take off like a rocket and. In a one hour, two hours, it's baited up. Right. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. So we well, usually base them up very you know, fine. Now that we're that's talking a little bit about bears, what's that? Uh, he he usually what's uh, what's good with that dog is that uh, he usually base them up very finds them, and that's not so usual for a plot. Oh, so he has learned something. <laughs> so yeah. that's interesting. That's interesting. The, you know, you've been over and hunted the black bear over in, um, in Canada a couple of times. And what you're hunting over here is the big European brown bear. Um, yeah, like you've done, you've done both things. What are some of the differences? Like what, uh, what makes it different over here? It's, uh, <sighs> Uh, the brown bears won't climb sometimes, but n- not very often. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> and um, they are more, uh, yeah, more aggressive. And they uh, <clears throat> black bears, they, uh, yeah, much easier to hunt. They uh, they they climb trees and uh, not so uh, don't caught so many on the ground. We just they they climbs and the the brown bears are more more aggressive they um they can run uh, maybe 30 40 kilometers before they stop sometimes they can bay up uh, straight away if there's a if it's a big one but uh, usually they can run run far away before they stop and and then there's the population the population is not so big so you need a <clears throat> really good track dog to find them. They need to take old tracks. At least not very, very old, but if you have a dog that can figure out a track that's 10 to 12 hours, then you will do good. So... That's interesting. That is interesting. The you know it, it seems like when I talk to guys from from the United States, they'll frequently talk about you know we talk about walking bears, bears that mm-hmm. refuse to tree and stay on the ground and can be kind of hard on dogs. But I mean, pretty much every bear here is a walking bear. Mm, yeah and it is you know one of the other big differences that i've seen anyway is you know in the states well you know it's not uncommon to drop you know five ten hounds on a bear Mm. but here and in sweden you can only drop what is it two 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 yeah Yeah. and you have to use the same two dogs the whole day you cannot change right 
And isn't there something also about you can't use once the dogs are dropped, you can't use motorized? No, oh, then they have to run or use a bicycle. <laughs> that's 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 amazing. That's amazing. Like, what do you do when a what do you do then when a when a bear runs, you know, forty kilometers, which would be heck? What would that be? That would be almost thirty. No, what would that be? That'd be. T- 30 to 20, 20, 23, 23 miles. <laughs> like, are you just out there? Like, <laughs> you have to jump. call the neighbor and ask him if he wants to go hunting. <laughs> if he wants to go hunting. Okay. <laughs> oh There's God. a bay up on your ground. Can you go <laughs> kill it? <laughs> no, wow. it's hilarious. It's, um, no. That's awesome. And you've, oh. you know, a lot of people that I talk to over here. You know, they'll have a specific area that they'll hunt. And then once that area, once the quota, because all of the bear hunting is done by quota over here. Once that's mm. filled, yep. they're done for the season. But you'll do the little bit the same as you do with the moose dogs, where your dogs are so good that they'll people will call you and ask you to come and help them fill that quota. Yes, usually we can go around and help, uh, help different... Uh, yeah, different hunters, and we go start. We start in the, oh, a bit down in the south, and we go north. So okay. we travel a lot. It's a lot of driving. <laughs> yeah, because so. you're like you're on the road from August until almost Christmas, really. Between dog mushing, or sorry, between yeah, yeah. the um the the bear hunting and the and the moose hunting. Yeah, that's right. That's amazing. So, that's amazing. So that's yeah, that's why the arms falls off. <laughs> that's why that's why your elbow hurts. All the shifting <laughs> as you're driving. Yeah. Uh, that's that's funny. Yeah, but do you have do you have a cameraman with you, or do you do most of the filming yourself? How how do you do the TV like the 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 the, the film aspect of things? I do it all myself. <clears throat> um, I have a camera on my head, on my uh, gun, and in my hand, and on the dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but not so often in the bear hunt because in uh, August it's so hot outside, and I don't want to put the vest on them. And um, and often, very often, uh, the bear goes into a very very thick bush, and the the camera will. Uh, hit into trees all the time and that will set back the dogs a bit so then I just uh, put the collars on them and they don't have to wear that okay that makes that makes sense yeah that makes sense so but but not uh, all the areas are uh, are that bad but uh, some of the areas it's not almost not possible to walk in there it's uh, so thick and okay. always when they stop, uh, they stop in the thick bush and they lay down. Sometimes you almost okay. step on them. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah, I had a... It, it is kind of crazy how close you can get to them. Such a huge animal and not know that they're there. Like this thing that happened this fall with me. Where, you know, I was I was pretty sure that Vitby, my, my American foxhound, that she had 
uh, a badger was what went through my head because she was, you know, usually she'll on a fox, she'll she'll be at about 65 barks a minute. And she was suddenly up in like 120. Just losing her mind. And I walked in there and I wasn't more than 30 meters. So like 30 yards away when suddenly that bear went blowing out of there. It was like, I couldn't believe I could get that close and not actually know what was there. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, many times, uh, this, uh, this was in the training season before the hunt started. I, uh, my moose dog bait up a really big one. And I went in there. I was at, yeah, ten meters away from it. The dog is running mm. around me, and I was thinking maybe not go any closer right now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I could not see it. It lay down in a ditch. And it was possible. So, but if it was in hunting season, I would take the last steps, of course, and finish it. But yeah, not without a gun. <laughs> now that. I think that makes sense. I felt pretty naked standing there with my little little shotgun filled with fox shot. Yeah. No, it's, uh, they're big animals. They're they're such cool animals. They really are. They really are. But when uh, I guess let's talk a little bit about what got you into what got you into plots in the first place. Were you a bear hunter first and then got into the plots, or did you get into the plots and then become a bear hunter? Um, no, I was, um, the first, I started hunting with dogs when I was about, uh, 14. Then I bought my first dog and I was, uh, I was a wiener, wiener dog. <laughs> okay. So, uh, it went upwards from that. <laughs> um, they, they got taller uh, as then the I years hunt dro- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the legs grew out. Um, yeah. I started hunting roe deer with that. And um, yep. that was my passion for a while. And uh, I was about uh, eight. No, I was 16 years old when I bought my first uh, moose dog, Swedish breed. Mm-hmm. I started to hunt moose. Uh, rented my own area. And just because where I live, I could not uh, take part in any hunting team. There was closed. There was no, no new members, so I just had to mm-hmm. do it on my own. own. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> my daddy was on a hunting team, but then he asked several times, "Can't he come? He all he wants to do is hunt." <laughs> so no, no, there's no room for him. So tired of that shit, I got a hold of an area up in uh, Rendarn. Yeah, uh, and uh, I went there and. Uh, yeah, I managed to shoot the quota. It was only four, yeah, four moose. Shot those and was, yeah, happy. <laughs> it was my first moose hunt and my first moose and everything. First moose for wow. my first moose dog. <laughs> so That's that was kind of special. Stuff. And uh, yeah, and it started all from that. And uh, I just got hold of more and more areas and I hunted moose in four and f- four or five different areas so shot about 50 50 moose a year I got one more moose dog so I had two dogs that yeah two well trained dogs with no injuries you can you can hunt every day so mm. and uh, and then uh, the bears start popping up in my head 
I have to. Uh, I wanted to try that, and uh, but mm. I didn't know how. I didn't have the dog material, and and uh, but then there was this uh, travel agent starting to call me and asked, um, "You want to come to Canada and hunt bears?" Mm. Of course, yeah. I want to hunt bears, but I want to hunt them with dogs. Do you have any dogs? Oh no, <laughs> no. Call me when you get hold of some dogs. Mm-hmm. And they went one year, and I remember it was around Christmas, and they called me and. Uh, now I got dogs. You want to come? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and oh. I have borrowed the money and uh, bought a trip and went over there. Um, it was a really, really nice trip, but the dogs sucked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, ch- <laughs> they chased. <laughs> they didn't tree one bear <laughs> in a whole week. <laughs> and we saw bears all over the place. <laughs> so it was... Uh. It was blue ticks. <laughs> so, That's a bummer. They chased, uh, they chased trash all day, whole week, and no paws left. <laughs> I was terrible. Uh, oh, man. I went back in the next year. I was thinking about I need to get hold of a good bear dog. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I didn't wait till the next year. I went to the. I went back in the winter. Okay. I was fooled, fooled once again. I was uh, <laughs> uh, I, um, trusted this uh, outfitter and the good dogs, and, <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, came there in March looking for a cougar, but there was no <laughs> snow, so, <laughs> okay. so hard to find the cougar without the snow. <laughs> and uh, still oh, got man. those good blue ticks, and then they didn't find any, so. <laughs> So, but uh, but at least he he knew uh, the guy who changed my beer carrier, <laughs> the John Lockhart. So he told me, yeah, if you are so interested in dog hunting, there is one guy you need to meet. He's he's far out, but we can go there if you like. And yeah, of course. It's better to go visit some guy than run around in circles in those hills and not finding any cougars. So. Took right. one day and went out to his place. He was not at, he was not at home, but there was a lot of plots there. And that was the first time I ever saw a plot, and I was wow, what kind, what cool, what kind of cool dogs it was. Yeah, I was impressed by the look of it, and um, mm-hmm. there were and he had some really, I really outstanding dogs at that time, uh, and um, uh, and we put a note on his door and. Uh, Asked if he could. Uh, we tried to reach him, and if you if you want to see us, we are at Mike's place at uh, Wednesday at six. And uh, yeah, a couple of days went by, and we uh, Wednesday six o'clock he was there. <laughs> so <clears throat> then we talked about dogs, and I understand right away that oh, that's the man. <laughs> so this, this is the guy, right? We yeah. talked for a whole <laughs> night, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy uh, and um, and he told me and I asked him do you have any dogs to sell no no he didn't sell any dogs okay that's that's too bad but uh, I'll I'll come back in two days and I'll show you why I got these bloodlines okay great and um, he came back with a bag full of uh, um, uh videos um uh, and mm-hmm. uh, he had he, he didn't ha- he didn't have much john he had uh, he had a little t- 
tiny house with just plastic for windows and but he had mm-hmm. a bunch of dogs and a video camera so he filmed um yeah he filmed a lot and uh then he showed me some hunts <laughs> with those dogs and they gave it all <laughs> mm. so um yeah from the um, I didn't. Uh, I couldn't even believe what they did and uh, what they showed me. But you know, you see it. You have to believe it. <laughs> right. And right. from that, yeah. it went to. And uh, then he told me, um, "I've been talking a lot, and okay, you can buy some dogs." <laughs> and uh, then I bought four dogs from him, and there, and he mm. had, I think, twenty-five plots, and there was a one walker. And I told him, I want that walker <laughs> because that must be a good one. <laughs> no, not for <Okay>. sale. <laughs> but then I bought three plots and I had bought an, uh, a walker from the um, somewhere in the States that the outfitter had brought for me. So he was out, uh, in the States, picked it up and took it to Canada. So he was in the same place. And I told hmm. Lockhart, I, I need that walker <laughs> to to breed with the male I got and if she's that good mm-hmm. and uh, and the last day we was there he came back and he thought if you want that walker you can take her <laughs> wow. but I want some money for it and it was I get uh, 6,000 I paid for and um, wow but um yeah, and all the do- at that time there was uh, you know uh, they had to stay in uh, quarantine for three months, sure. hundred and twenty days, yeah, before they could travel because of the rabies vaccine. Right. right. So this outfitter that never owned a good dog, he he went bananas and he used my dogs that I bought from Lockhart all the time. Okay. <laughs> Ended up with an email from that <laughs> from that guy telling me, oh, the worst day of my life, all your dogs got beaten up today oh, and one man. got killed okay send me pictures i want to see the injuries because i can't pay 200,000 to get them over here and it's yeah it's no use so i never right. get any picture he got angry with me because i asked for pictures <laughs> and um but it ended up with that walker female she had been she was really gritty so it ended up the the bear had stumped her down to the ground, so he, uh, she had uh, not broken, but uh, almost broken all the ribs, so she couldn't walk for fourteen days. Uh, so after, the, so when she came over here and met the big brown ones, she wasn't that happy about that anymore. So okay, she always chased them until they stopped, and she came back. Okay. So she she didn't turn out very well, but uh, I had two liters from her and they was exceptional so mm. that's uh, ralph from her and he was totally crazy so and uh and uh, the whole litter the mm. one again uh, several of them chased uh bear for eight ten hours when they were 10 months old so oh wow wow they, and yeah. Ra- ralph was one of those puppies yeah, yeah. Okay. And he so, just died recently, didn't he? Yeah, he died recently, yeah. Just two weeks ago. Yeah. So yeah, that was hard because he was a hell of a dog. 
Yeah. So one, when I, one it's the only army. dog I've seen that could, yeah, he could put himself in so respect because when the bears bay up and those big guys just they walk to slowly towards the dog and they put the ears back and then you know now mm -hmm. they they will beat the hell out of that dog. But when the bears did that to Ralph, he met them. I got it several videos. He, then. If they, you can. If you wasn't there, you could you could hear it because he start go from barking. Like, ooh, ooh. He started screaming when they come within <laughs> one meter, and there was fifty centimeters left. He started bite. He bit them in the nose, in the side of the head, everywhere like crazy, and they just shook their head and walked away because what the fuck is this? <laughs> so. Uh, uh. I was thinking many times that you one day you will get killed because this this worked every time for him. So right. <laughs> so well. Yeah. Wow. Because, uh, but, yeah. But it's 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 hard to it's hard for <laughs> for your heart to stand and listen to that because you never know how it turns out. But uh, he has right. yeah. He chased together with uh, with Sal on one bear that was wounded and. Yeah, he managed that too. Sal was badly hurt, but I remember uh, Ralph had yeah. some holes, but uh, not serious, and still yep. crazy. <laughs> so yeah, but that, that's crazy. But that's, yeah, I that's remember. The I remember that blow. hunt. <laughs> yeah, mm. I remember that yeah. hunt where Sal got Sal got beat up. I wrote a little bit about Sal in that article as well. Um, yeah, and mm. that's. Uh, because he got badly injured. He got bitten through the pelvis, didn't he? Yeah, he bit off the pelvis bone there. So, yeah. Back at it, it this off. year? Hunting again? Amazing. Yeah. He, the one, the, 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 the back leg is not working properly, but he, you could not tell that he was beaten up. When I put him on the track, uh, it was an old track too, because I, he was, we had already shot one bear that day. And uh, there was a guy that had seen a bear at 11 o'clock the night before. So I was there at the midday and I thought maybe just to work on the leg that was not completely, because there is less muscles in that leg. So mm -hmm. I thought I go up there and I'll just let you go so you can run. And there is some smell there so you can, yeah, get him to go a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, but he just took off <laughs> and he found that bear. Wow. And he lifted it after just, I think he used maybe one and a half hour, lifted it, but he was in a swamp area by a lake. He lay down there and mm -hmm. he just took off. And um, then the hunt was on. And I just went back to the the hunting team that was sitting and having lunch and told them, get the hell out because the, the dog has lifted the bear. Now you have to be ready. So um, right. we didn't get that bear, but that was just, Unlock. He chased it all day until almost dark. So that was wow, cool. He gets really tired because he only yeah he there's some support in the third leg, but in the fourth leg, but he only have three functional. So he gets really right. tired, but uh, gets tired, sure. But but he he can he can find them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I mean, Sal's. Uh... Sal's become a little bit of a legend on his own, uh, you know, as well, because you, yeah. 
Yeah. You know, you're, you're pretty active on, you know, but when you pop up out of the forest, you're, you're, you'll update people. You're, you know, you'll go on Instagram, you go on Facebook and update people on how you're doing. And so it's, it's been really fun to watch Sal's recovery from, you know, cause the first vet you took him to was like, oh, we need to put this dog down. Yeah, that was the first day, uh, first thing. They just wanted, oh no, we have to take him out because that's yeah. this is too bad. No, it's muscles yeah. and it's bone, and that's that's supposed to grow together, isn't it? So you have to do something. Oh, but no, we can't do anything here. But you have to go to hospital, and that's uh, seven hours drive. Yeah, so what? <laughs> I can go to right. the North Pole just to fix my dog. So fix right. it. But um, then I called, uh, I was a bit angry, and I called my own vet that I have back home, and I took um, uh, a video call, showed her the dog and everything, all the holes and the, the x-rays and everything, and she told me, just bring him home, and we will try to fix him as best as we can. And I just packed my car and put him in there and went mm. back home and into Oslo and the hospital, and they opened up, and uh, they could not repair it because there is a lot of muscle attached to the pelvis so if they cut mm -hmm. that open they would ru ruin more so they just yep. took opened it up and uh, uh, cleaned it and and checked for bacteria. Uh, there was non bacteria at all uh, <laughs> because when when he was bit i took him right to the car and i gave him the strongest uh, uh, antibiotics there is and I think that mm -hmm. saved him because when yep. the bear bites into bone and if the bacteria goes into the bone, they can't save them. So oh, they told sure. me that. Yeah, no, absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you sent me, you sent me the, uh, the x-ray, uh, the x-rays and I brought them with me to work and had the vets there look at them too. And they totally agreed with your vet that that was, that was a treatable injury. So I'm really glad. Yep. Really glad you didn't end up listening to the uh, the vet you talked to first because that was that was unfortunate that they were not willing to even entertain the idea of helping. Yeah, and the the, the vets in Sweden, uh, not all of them, but uh, many of them, they are not very good at their their profession. Okay, so lots of That's... Swedish houndsmen go to Norway. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And the and the prices no, we, are uh, almost the double. In Sweden. In Sweden, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. No, it's you know, if if it was a Yorkshire terrier we were talking about, I I I might say maybe put that dog down. You know, that's a bad injury. <laughs> yeah. But when we're Yep. We're talking about a plot. I mean, they're I've I've never seen a tougher dog than a plot. I mean, and that's that's the truth. I've had sled dogs all of these, you know, ran sled dogs for twenty five years. I've never seen a dog that's tougher than a plot. Oh no, not me either. I have you know you know, as uh Jim, that was the father of, of Ralph and I bought him from Lockhart and he was so hard. He, he, he was at the wet several times because of injuries, fighting bears and being crazy. And he was just standing there. 
Didn't matter. Yeah. He, uh, no, they can sue him up and do anything. It was, oh, you don't need, I don't need anything. <laughs> Just stitch me up and I'm ready to go. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh. That's amazing. So a lot of the uh, a lot of the people who listened who listen to the podcast have have been asking me for a while for an update about Dan because most people know that yeah, uh, the moose dog I had the mo- the moose dog <laughs> the moose hunting plot the uh, you know most people know that I had a I had a plot that I really really liked named Dan and most people know that when he was about four months old he went and found a moose and then baited up and it kicked him in the face and instead of coming back to me he got angry and ran that moose for about 10 miles and stopped it and i got into him finally at four months old standing and having backed this moose into the bushes bleeding from both of his no nose holes and uh it, it seemed like you know a little bit like you talked about with Ilva, that instead of scaring him away from Moose, it just kind of gave him this hate relationship to them. So he's out for revenge, which is... I got him to stop towards the end I can here. confirm that. <laughs> but I... So I thought I thought he was done, because like I'd hunt, hunted my fox. We'd seen Moose with him out, and he had, he'd come back to me like, a, no problem. And then he... Uh, he he's been doing pretty much nothing but hunting moose for you. Just <laughs> such, <laughs> such a bummer because he's such a good like he's got such a good nose and he's such a good dog, but he's just hunting the wrong stuff. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been kind of frustrating this fall because he got lots of chances and uh, and on bear because that's what I want to use him for and. He's really nice body, fast, fast dog, and he yeah. got that crazy twist in his head. You need to, you need to do this. So, but uh, mm. and one time he just had this exceptional good race together with Ash, and mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and just after maybe two and a half kilometers, so you turn, he goes back, but <laughs> uh, not in the same track, but a little bit off and. And then, <laughs> and it barks like hell. And uh, of course, it was a moose, and it chased it uh, until dark. <laughs> so <laughs> what, that a was, what a That was really, uh, uh, and just maybe one hour later, we shot that moose on a, not the moose, but the bear on a really nice bay up, and that's where I wanted him to be. Right. But, uh, he was in a river with a moose. <laughs> bummer so so bummer. i hope yeah. uh i hope he gets over that I, it's uh because yeah. that he's such he's such a gritty he's such a gritty dog like we really had i i liked so much of his personality and you know he was by far the best fox hunting dog i've had just because once he got yeah. on one he just never stopped. Like he would jump fences. He would swim rivers. He would, I mean, he was just unstoppable, but, um, yeah, that moose thing. Um, I thought, I thought he was done with it, but I guess not. (laughs) No, I will help him a bit, but, uh, 
uh, I think if if you can just stay long enough in the race that we catch one, then I think the switch will mm. turn because uh, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, because he will love it. So I think so too. I have I have that feeling that if he if he stays in it long enough and and actually gets to that bear, he's gonna forget moose yeah yeah he's gonna be so excited about it i think so mm. because you have that mentality I so i hope so i hope so so now you've got dan and ash sal, sal. and then this new pup yep hmm. so gotcha so who i also have this uh also have Ar, the scar uh, oh, right. um, he's at, uh, but uh, yeah, it's just a let's call it a pack dog. Yeah, and uh, he can't stay in the race for very long. After three hours, he just lays down. So I don't know if there's something wrong with him or if he gets so mentally worn out or uh, by mm -hmm. chasing bears. That can be it because he always been like that. So. But if is if they bay up straight away, he's not afraid. He just then he's really up in their face, and so he's not afraid either. So there's something strange. But uh, that is that is yeah. strange because I've got Buzz is Odd's nephew, so Odd is his his uncle. Mm -hmm. After that, oh. Bond Bond dog, I think. Well, yeah. Hmm. And yeah, no, I was uh, I was just down at the um, the, the the big fox hunt that the Norwegian hunting oh. and fishing organization puts on every year um, this mm. weekend, and that was uh, that was a lot of fun. That was they had three hundred and sixty three hunters, one hundred and ten <laughs> hounds, <laughs> and. Uh, it was it was fun. They broke everybody up into like fifteen different hunting teams and gave them all a part of the terror the, the area. And uh but it was funny. Of all those hundred and ten dogs, I don't think there was a single plot there. Oh. Which surprised me. Hmm. But I the took Buzz and they the, they really uh, catch more uh, foxes then. <laughs> yeah right because they could they took 18 everybody like in total there were 18 foxes taken and oh. um the last <laughs> there was a a german uh jagd terrier <laughs> that went down into a hole on sunday at about 10 o'clock and they dug it up with a with a excavator, like a, a digging machine, at noon yesterday. So it had been down there for like twenty six hours. <laughs> yeah, that's a typical, <laughs> typical, typical German hunting terrier. Yeah, yeah, they are crazy. They're so crazy. They're like they're like plots with a terrier attitude. <laughs> yeah. They're all they, they, they're tough, those dogs. But 
Yeah. But yeah. So what, um, what's the season going to look like for you now? Cause you, now you don't have Adolf with you. You don't have smoke with you. Um, but you've got Sal still and it sounds like Ash is pretty promising. Yeah. She's, uh, it, it took some time uh, before she, uh, she attached to the, uh, environment. She was yeah, a bit off, but now, uh, this mm. fall she did, uh, a couple of good races at least. So I hope she will be there now this fall. But um, mm. yeah, this fall doesn't look too good on the bear dogs because Sal, yeah, he can't go every day, but uh, we will catch some bears, of course, with him. But mm-hmm. uh, Dan have to step up now. It's time. <laughs> it's time to stop hunting freaking moose. <laughs> moose. <laughs> Uh, that's later in the season <laughs> that's later in the season so yeah. uh man that's so frustrating and vilja also vilja uh, also i got that swedish moose dog that uh, she has done some really good jobs on the bears so okay cool i will try her more this fall yeah that's exciting because during uh, exciting. this bear season she was sick so i couldn't use her oh wow hmm. so interesting with your with your tv like are you your your streaming service that's norwegian outfitters tv dot no yeah that's the website that's right and it, yep. there's some just great content for anybody that wants to go and check it out it's norwegian outfitters tv dot no and it's there's some great content there with some bear hunting in sweden some in canada some moose hunting um just some some really well put together kind of in your face documentary style uh hunting hunting stuff which is a lot of fun to just sit and soak up but um there do you have travel planned like do you just hunt do you film where you're hunting kind of regardless or are you are you planning some trips specifically for content for the tv no i just uh, i just film what i do so i never uh, i never play i just i don't go oh i have to go there because i need some film i i Hmm. i film what i hunt and and uh, take it from there so i have a lot uh, a lot uh, laying around now i have to put it together and get it out there but um you know, my elbows are fucked up, so it's not so easy to... I'm not supposed to touch a computer, but uh, <laughs> right. it's not easy to let be. <laughs> that makes sense. Do you do all of the film editing and things like that yourself? Yeah, everything. Wow. That's amazing. So I had I had one guy that was supposed to do this for me, so... I was uh, really optimistic and when I started I had lots of films and and I put it together and I <laughs> and I called him and now I now I'm ready. I have lots of films to send you you can put together and you can look at it. But when he told me the price I just told <laughs> I had to learn it myself. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because that was really expensive. <laughs> oh, that man. 
It's got to be a huge but I amount can of work, I, though. Yeah, I can I can see it now. Why he, why he put up that amount of money? Because uh, it's many, many, many hours behind. Not just only the filming. That's the easy part. But to put it together that and uh, put together something that hopefully people will like to watch. That's the hard part. Right. 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 Well, I mean, I've I've watched I think everything you've put out, and it's um, I've enjoyed it a lot. So I encourage anybody listening to check it out because it is a lot. Uh, there's, there's some good content, and especially if you want to see some something that's a little bit different. You know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of great content out there uh, for Black Bear and things like that. But if you want to see what it's a little you know a little bit what it looks like over here with these big brown bears and plots, then it's uh, it's worth it's worth checking out for sure. Thank you very much. Oh yeah. And yeah, the plots are the plots are funny. You know, they get into your blood. I've got a I've got a puppy that I'm going to go and pick up here and probably Yeah, I guess f- 6 weeks, something like that, 6 weeks. Oh. From the uh out of tap. Oh, you will t- take one there from that one. I think so. Yeah. I think so. That will be interesting. Tap is a really good dog. It's going to be pretty interesting, yeah. And um, and uh, this other, this female, I've I've heard some good things about Can over in Canada about her. Uh, talked to some of the guys over yeah. there who knew her, hmm. and her father Butch. Um, so was a is or is a good dog. I've heard. So I mean, I it'll be interesting. Hmm. I, I will. Yeah, I hunted with Tap the first time he ever chased a bear in his life. Did you? And uh, there was three brothers in that. Uh, it was three brothers, Tap, Quinn, and Click. And uh, that was their first bear chase ever. And uh, uh, there was maybe one elder dog with them. Yeah, there, there was one experienced dog and there was three young dogs that never chased a bear. And we put them out, or Abe put them out on the bear and we didn't know at the time that he was putting out young dogs. He was just trying them out for Steve. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they just took off and chased like they never done anything else. And after a couple of hours, I think, yeah, two, three hours, this was a, it was went over to just walking. So it was a walking bear. And, and uh and you can hear that some dogs were not barking that much, but Tap was always on his ass, just whoa, 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 whoa. Cool. And then, and the other dogs was just barking now and then because, yeah, first time, you know. And, mm. and uh, the bear walks up in a row, and the shooter was lined up. And <laughs> it was a hell of a scenario, but the bear died. And and once the bear got in the ditch, Tap and Quinn and Click came up up on the road, and they just uh, <laughs> the tap was just biting and biting in his head and the bear was not dead yet and it was crazy <laughs> so and uh, oh, you know, the fuck what's kind of well uh, yeah and then I asked for bloodlines names and everything and uh, oh that's the first time that's the first bear <laughs> holy shit that's crazy <laughs> and uh, yeah and they're for sale if you want to they're for sale if you want to buy one oh <laughs> but the, at that time I, I had bought just bought ace a month before okay. mm. so i just oh shit i don't i didn't have the money but 
of course I wanted one, but I didn't have the money for one more, and mm-hmm. I thought I had enough with Ace. So yeah, but uh, I, I kind of regret that now. I didn't buy that dog. <laughs> yeah, they all uh, all those three brothers, all those three brothers got sold to Sweden. Okay, so they are all all of them are here. But I don't mm. think if I don't know if they are all alive. I think only the tap is now old and blind and it's yeah mm. he's finished yeah he's yeah. getting old at this point yeah yeah i'm i'm excited about it you yeah. know cuz i wanted um <clears throat> you and i have talked a little bit about the whole thing with dan not actually knowing what his bloodlines are you know it's it's mm. uh, no. that that whole thing was just a little weird um mm. So, uh, you know, I wanted, uh, I, I like the, I like the Ursus plots, you know, I like, like all of, you know, really like all of your guys. I, I liked Rasmus's dogs. Rasmus Bullström has also dogs from, um, similar, similar lines like this, the Ursus stuff. Um, and, uh, mm. so wanted to. You know, kind of getting back into plots myself. Wanted to get a, uh, just a, a, a stable, a stable dog. Nothing that mm. was going to be too experimental with combining a bloodlines or anything like that. Just wanted to, wanted to get something um, stable. And I was thinking about it, and this guy called me and. This guy Christian called me and and asked if I was interested in a in a pup, and he just caught me at the right yeah. time. Hmm. So. Yeah, you can't live without a plot. Can't live without a plot. No, it's it's been funny, you know. Like since Dan, <laughs> since Dan went to you, it's like the house has felt empty. I've been like I've gone out and gotten gone hunting, but it's been like, you know, I've I've used a lot of time this year with the beagle, which has been a ton of fun, but it's a totally different thing. You know, you're hunting roe deer. It's, it's yeah. not, it's exciting and it's fun. I mean, so fun, ridiculously fun, but it's not, hmm. it's not the same as hunting with a plot. There's no. like electricity in the air when you drop a plot. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that's I'm, for sure. Uh, I uh, can't wait. I have a short story about the, uh, <laughs> it was out driving one night and uh, just getting back from whatever I think maybe I was shopping or something mm-hmm. and there was a badger on the field and when you when you have young dogs you have to I used to uh, train them on badgers and wild boar and to get them in you need to hunt them you know to not only bear because the bear season is so short mm-hmm. so oh I have to go back and try one of the young, young dogs on this one and I went back home and get the dog and went back and let it go and yeah 10 minutes uh, after it was bait up but under a bedroom bedroom window <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, on uh, 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 and that family is not very fond of hunting so <laughs> okay <laughs> well it's not not much fun to go picking up <laughs> He was standing under the bedroom window screaming the badger in the face and trying to bite him and the and the lady also in the 
upstairs hanging out the window with a flashlight and what the fuck is going on <laughs> oh it's just my dog <laughs> playing with a badge oh <laughs> uh, that's too funny uh, i love that was one thing that dan loved dan loved he loves badgers yeah. like if he like i i'd drop him on a you know, when I start them out as pups, I, I don't like to do it as adults because I think it makes them a little bit lazy dropping on bait mm. sites. Oh. Like I'm not always, I, I don't always like to do that. But with a pup, like a really oh. young one, I'll drop them, I'll drop them close to a bait site. I want them to have to use their nose to get in there and stuff like that. So I won't drop them like right on the bait, but close by. And if there had been fox and badger, on that bait that night, Dan would always choose the badger. Hmm. And that was always so much fun. He chased the, I'm pretty sure it was the same badger under a barn a couple of times. And uh, <laughs> always got phone calls from the neighbors being like, Are you under my barn right now? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to get my plot out from under your barn. <laughs> Uh, but well we've uh we've been going for about an hour here i really really appreciate you coming on uh john i wanted to talk get you on here for a long long time and uh i appreciate you taking good care of dan and and uh giving him a good shot and hopefully he'll stop hunting moose for you here soon (laughs) i hope so I hope so too. So that's, oh, that's eventually he will figure it out. I think. I, I think I think he will too. So, yeah. I think he will too. Yeah, hope so. But well, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, if you just let the the thing stay open until the upload is complete, you'll get a little message that the upload's yeah. complete. Um, then I think yeah. we'll uh, we'll call it a day, and I'll let you get back to what you were doing, and I'm gonna get out and try and plow some of this snow that's fallen gotten so much snow oh my god oh Oh, it's raining here today sounds nice actually we've gotten we've got snow that i mean i can't hunt right now there's too much of it i can't i can't move in this stuff like it's you know many 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 feet huh Mm. yeah we got too many wolves so we can't let the dogs go here now Okay, so four different packs. Really? Wow, that's a bummer. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. They ruined all it. So we live in one of the yeah nicest areas for hunting with dogs and lots of nice areas, but uh, no, you can't go. That's. Moose populations going down. Yeah, everything else too. So, are they the the wolves that are there? Are they protected? Is that why they're not being taken out and removed? Yeah, they are within that zone, so okay, we cannot hunt them. No, that's a shame. And they are so close to the Swedish border, and there are also lots of wolves. So. Yeah, I was talking yeah. to a buddy of mine who, um, over in Sweden, who bred 
Doberman into his hounds to give them a little bit of size and a little bit of uh, sort of grr. <laughs> Because it mm. because there was such a problem with wolves that the dogs are getting t- killed by wolves, um, and he did that. It's probably been ten years ten years ago that he did that, and he's not had a dog die of, by a wolf since. But it shouldn't be necessary to have to breed, you know, uh, Tyrannosaurus Rexes. No, to, uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> I mean his dogs no. are awesome. They're, no, they're they great, they great, great if dogs, they want to they that's that's. They're yeah. they're good, great dogs. I love his dogs are really cool. Um, no, and, yeah, but uh, if they want to, they kill whatever. This, yeah. but uh, the plots are really good chasing them. So if you if you have one wolf alone, or if you walk 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 with the dogs on a leash until you uh, find them and they split the pack, then you can mm-hmm. let the dogs go on one wolf and they will catch it. Mm-hmm. Often they they stop on the bay up too. So, but you need dogs okay. that are tough. You they they can't back, if they back down a bit, the wolf will attack. But if they keep the pressure on it, they will not attack mm-hmm. because they are they're kind of cowards. So they want to watch their own yeah. back. So, yeah, that's that's effective. And you see that in Sweden now, when the during the wolf hunt that's been going on right now, they the most of them are shot in front of dogs. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it's an amazingly effective way to hunt, to hunt them. You know, my, my American foxhound, she's the daughter of, uh, Einide, um, oh. mm-hmm. who's a well-known wolf hunting dog. It's really all he hunts. I think he's gotten a couple of bears, one or two, but I mean, it's wolf. Wolf is his thing. And it's a great way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great way to, it's a great way to hunt them. You know, they're. They're, um, cause they do, yeah, they do so much damage. And the unfortunate thing is, you know, they did some, they, they did some studies and, and found that the wolves will actually go towards the sound of dogs, um, to, you know, because they want to kill them. So it's, it's been, no, no. um, the, the first, uh, the, f- the first wolf uh, wolf uh, uh, couple we had over here, uh, they, uh, they killed the thirty-two dogs, mm-hmm. and they and they if they could uh, hear a dog from where there was, yeah, in the daytime they bed down, and uh, mm-hmm. if they could hear a dog within ten kilometers, it was dead within ten minutes. They just wow. ran for it and killed it and. Some dogs you never you only found the the GPS collar. The rest was gone. So that was really bad. That's that's terrible. Territory. I remember there was one, there was one, or there was a couple over in Randalen too. Two years ago, mm. that were I yeah. think they killed mm. eight dogs in a week. And uh, no. when the wolf hunting season opened, I, you know, it, it, whatever time of the day it opened, say nine o'clock, by like nine o three, those both of those wolves were dead. <laughs> they, it was like it, t- <laughs> yeah. it, it took a few minutes, and they were, they had those two specifically. They knew exactly where they were with the intention of like those two need to go. 
and no. uh, oh. they were they were dead almost immediately once the season opened, which which was it, it. was good. They were doing a lot of damage, but it it is no. interesting though that what you say that you know I've talked to people who have had you know had their Norwegian you know Norwegian elk hounds killed by wolves or their dachshunds or their or their um like the the swedish drever hounds um beagles things like that talk to people who've had their blue ticks killed by wolves i don't remember ever talking to anybody who's had their plot killed by a wolf i'm sure it's happened but i've it's it's like now that you mention it i don't think i've talked to anybody where that's happened no i i know i know one but that's hmm. he. That was a young dog, no. hmm. so yeah, that's that's right. There's not much. Hmm. That's interesting. It says something about the plots, I think. Um, yeah, plot uh, Lockhart. He got his uh, whole pack killed once at a tree in Canada. Really? Wow. Yeah. They stayed wow. overnight, and then he got there in the morning. He they were all dead. So that's brutal. he was not very happy about that. I can understand that. I I just talked to somebody today who had four dogs killed and three dogs very very badly injured by a big uh, Tom mountain lion. Um, oh, they got on it. They got on it, and uh, yeah, uh, the the. Tom would just lay in wait, take a dog, keep running, lay in wait, take a dog, keep running. Went, hmm. bit him right through the skull every time, just killed him instantly. It's, um, huh. you know, it's, oh. it's kind of tough. You know, that's, a, that's unusual that a mountain lion does that, like actively targets dogs. That That's, that's hmm. unusual. Chase them but, down. You know, it's, well, yeah, that's that that doesn't happen a lot, especially not when they're hmm. in a pack. But this was just a bad, a bad. No, deal. that sounded. Uh, huh. Yeah. Well, so I think they they kill a lot of dogs, but maybe not the whole pack. <laughs> yeah, not 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 like the whole pack slowly picking away at it. It's weird. That was weird. But um, yeah, you know, we huh. take. Was it lot of snow? Or? I don't know. I didn't get all the details. Oh. Um, just got a message. That uh, it had happened, so hmm. um, yeah, it's you know the wolves. The wolves debate over here is is <sighs> yeah, it's that's the right word. <laughs> such a, yeah, ex- exactly. It's just like uh, <laughs> it's people yeah, have this sort of right. Walt Disney attitude towards it and I'm not for I'm not mm. for killing them all but at the same time it's like you've got a you've got one that's actively targeting dogs and kids like for crying mm. out loud get that thing out of there like what what is it going to take yep. you know it's like this just 2 3 days ago it wasn't maybe it was right before the weekend it was this um uh a girl who the wolf Try, attacked her horse while she was riding it hmm. in Sweden and the horse was injured and needed to be put down and the girl was thrown from the horse 
And luckily there was somebody else with her that ran the, ran the wolf off of her because the wolf actually started to go after her. And then it was like there was even a discussion then that that there was even a discussion then that that wolf needs to be euthanized is absurd to me. I mean, of course, that wolf needs to be euthanized. No, it's a rid it's, ridiculous conversation. It shouldn't ever be on discussion. It's just take it out. So exactly. But that's okay. the way it has been all the time since the reintroduction. They, If they had been playing a little bit along the people that lives with wolves, and when the, the wolf goes around houses and goes to schools and follow kids, okay, take it out. And, and don't say it didn't happen. That's been going on for a long time. And... Uh, I think the attitude of the people would have been different if they would just been a little bit on our side. But uh, you see what so happens too. when the, the wolves get uh, too close to to more populated areas. Then they, oh, then they put extra guards and they start hunting it right away. So, yep. yeah, it's they divide people. They do. And it's too bad because I think, you know, though. Uh, like I said, I'm not for killing them all, but the ones that start causing problems, it's it's what makes it so that, you know, when you don't take care of those ones, you're sending a real bad sign that hmm. you don't matter, which is too bad. But no. I hear you have a puppy in the background there that needs to go outside, so I'm going to let yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but thanks for coming on, yeah. John. I really appreciate it. And we'll uh, we'll Thanks talk for having soon me. anyway. Oh, it's my my pleasure. Yep. I'm really really glad we got to do this. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Same to you. All right, my friend. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Man, I love that sound. <laughs>